0: The last thing we're discussing was a statement by the children of Raf Papa that one is allowed to blow the shofar or say anin or whatever it is for sores on Shabbat or someone whose Panas is not working. And if a person is buying a property in Eretz Yisrael, he's allowed to write a document even on Shabbat. And we explained that was Dafka through Egoi. You're allowed to tell Egoi to write that document on Shabbat, and that's because of Yeshu Eretz Israel, the settlement of Eretz Israel. And Rabbi Shmuel Hamani said in the name of that if a person buys a city in Eretz Israel, we force him to make doorways and paths from all four sides so the area could be settled, more people could come, there could be a connection with the neighboring towns. And with that, we're going to start Pe'amudibet last line towards the end where by two dots where it says Tanurah Banan When Yoshua gave the land to Bnei Israel, he gave to them with 10 conditions number one that Bnei Israel can graze in forests meaning they can bring their uh, animals to graze in forests and the owner of the forest can't complain because usually people don't uh, plant anything in forests one is allowed to gather wood in someone else's field. Let's say there's a, a caravan traveling and they just uh, find wood. They, they're allowed to take, no one's allowed to complain. And people are allowed to take uh, greens, veggies, things like that, uh, lettuce, kale, things like that uh, from uh, from fields. Uh, anywhere they want except if it's next to fenugreek because the, the fenugreek uh, needs the, the grass next to it and if you take away the grass or, or the veggies you ruin, uh, it ruins the fenugreek. Next, One is allowed to pluck branches if they want to use to plant somewhere else or to graft it with another tree. So you're allowed to take branches everywhere except if someone uh, pruned his olive tree and he left a uh, uh, two fistful of branches in the olive tree and allowed take from those branches and a new spring of water that came out the people of the city are allowed to take from it and not just the person whose land it came out of and again that's only if the water sprung on its own, but if someone dug that water then he worked hard for it, then you're not allowed to take from it. And all the more so any old river anyone is allowed to take from it. Next, Um Hakin be yama shil te Barya, one is allowed to fish in the Kineret, in the, the Sea of the Galilee even though it's in the area of Shevet Naftali as long as you don't set up a fence with a net in the middle where it would stop a, a little boat from getting through and one is allowed to use the, the bathroom behind the fence if he needs to relieve himself he's allowed to go behind the fence even if the the entire field is made of a saffron the, the gemara will explain what this means and one is allowed to go through pathways in someone's field up until the second rainfall once the second rainfall comes and that's when people plant you can't walk through that area because you're stepping on the the, the seeds and you can ruin the field And one is a lot of v'rof. You use a lot of walk on the sides of Rishut Rabim, even though there's plants and grains and things that are uh, growing into that area. You're still a lot of walk over there on the side, because in the summer the 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 roads dry up, and there's a lot of rocks and 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 sticks and stones and all these different types of things that are like almost like pegs on the ground hard to walk on so you're allowed to walk on the sides where you don't you don't have to stumble on these things if someone is lost in a grapevine area he's allowed to cut off branches and exit just to get through and get back to the road or wherever he's supposed to get to and if there's a dead body in the middle of the street, we don't know who it belongs to, we don't know who it is. You, you bury him on the spot, you don't move him anywhere else, because if you, you start moving him, maybe they won't uh, bury him so quickly. Now let's explain one by one. Number one was, Is that Ben Israel could graze their animals in people's forests. And Amaran Daka That's only if it's small animals, sheep, goat, in an area where there's thick wood. About daka bidaka, vegasa begasa, but to take small animals in an area where there's small wood, thin wood, or take big animals in an area where there's thick wood. Lo, you're not allowed to, because then they're just going to come and take all the the wood over there, and the the, the owner of the forest is going to be left with nothing. And all the more so, to take a a big animal into an area where there's thin wood, that's for sure not. Again, you're allowed to take as long as it's not going to uh, empty out the area from wood. Next, number two. Number two. And one is allowed to uh, to pick wood from someone else's field. That's only thorns and shrubs, they're not in point. But other wood that is important, point, Joshua never allowed that. And even with shrubs and thorns and things like that, that's only if they're still connected to the ground. But once they've been detached from the ground, yoshua never allowed that. And even when they're still connected to the ground, that's only if these thorns and shrubs are, are still wet, they're moist. If they are dry, meaning they could already be used for firewood, And when you take, as long as you don't go deep into the roots, because then you're ruining the entire, uh, uh, the entire tree or the entire bush, and maybe the owner wants to grow thorns and shrubs that he wants to use it for firewood number three you're allowed to take a grass anywhere except from a field of fenugreek it sounds like what we're saying over here is that grass is good for fenugreek. but we have a or a mishnah that says If fenugreek grows with uh, with other grass, we, we don't tell him to uproot it, meaning it's kill am get rid of it. Why? Because it's bad. The man's going to do it himself. Or, like Tosfod explains, since they're they're bad for one the other, then there's no isur of kilayim, there's no isur of just leaving it. You can't plant it, but there's no isur of it grow by itself, there's no isur of leaving it. But bottom line is, you see that grass is bad for the fenugreek. So, amar avirmiya, lakasha, kan lezerah, kan lezerin. It depends what you need it for. If, if it's for the seeds of the fenugreek, then yeah, it's bad. The grass is bad for it. But if it's just for the stalks, then it's good for it. And at that point, it's not allowed to take the grass. Lezerah, when you're planting the fenugreek for the seeds of it, then grass is bad, it makes it weaker. Lezerin, when you want the stalks, then ma'alela, then grass helps it. Dekhi because when it's between grass, it, it leans on them and grows more. Or you could explain, adam depends what you need it for. If it's for human eating, human consumption, then the grass is not good. But if it's for animal consumption, then the grass is good. So if it's for human consumption, you could take the grass. If it's for animal consumption, you cannot take the grass. Because since he's uh, he's growing it for animals, he also needs the grass. How would I know if this is for animals or for human consumption? So if it's in neat rows, then you know it's for human beings. Then you're allowed to take the grass. But if it's not in straight neat rows, then you know it's for animals and you're not allowed to touch the grass. Next, uh, number four, you're allowed to take branches from any tree to, to plant somewhere else, except if someone already pruned his olive tree and left a uh, two uh, fistful of the branch close to the trunk. They explained this in the name of an elderly rabbi, they explain this in the name of an elderly rabbi, when pruning an olive tree, you have to leave an, an egg size of the trunk. Becanim or Begfanim, with vines and uh, grape vines, min ko mala you're only allowed to take from wherever the first knot. Usually these vines have knots in them. Wherever the first knot is, you're allowed to take from that and up, but not from that and down. Ush'ar kol and in the other tree, min uboshel ilan, velo min hudo shel ilan, you're allowed to take... From wherever there's thin branches but not from wherever there's thick branches. You're allowed to take only min and no from a new branch that doesn't make fruits. Yet Velo Min Yashan you're not take from branches that are old that uh, that give off fruit. You're allowed to take branches from an area that does not see the sun, meaning it's in the area, maybe it's on the bottom of the tree, maybe it's on this side or that side. But not from a place where it sees the sun. The precious uh, grain, the precious fruits is from the area where it sees the sun. Next, number five. If there's a new spring of water that sprung out, the people of the city could take from that river or that spring. And you have to pay for it. You don't have to pay for it. Number six. You are allowed to fish in the uh, the Sea of Tiveria, the Kinneret, as long as you don't uh, set up a fence with a net in it, and blocks off boats from going. But it, it sounds like you are allowed to use these nets and traps. Tanur a Banan, Shona, originally the Shavati made a condition with one another, Shelo yifros keli'ave amid tasefi. Now, one is not allowed to set up a fence with a net in between that stops boats from getting through, whether it's Israel or Shevet Levi. Uh, Naftali doesn't make a difference. Abal sadu bershatot ubmichmarot. But he's allowed to use nets and traps. Tanura Banan yamachal tevarya bechalkos shel Naftili the sea of Tevareya was in the area of Naphtali. Melo not only that, melo Not only that, but they also gave him a fishing lines distance to the southern part of Yam of Yam Tevaria. and all that. The kaye emar Yam Vidarom yerasha. We said he was going to get the Yam and the darom and the southern part. He's going to inherit. Telushin Detached grains, crops, fruits, vegetables On top of the mountain It belongs to anyone It doesn't belong to anyone specific Anyone can come and take it but if they're still attached to the ground, then it, whoever shevet that the mountain is, it belongs to him. And there's no shevet in Israel that doesn't have meaning. Every shevet has a mountain area, a plain area, Negev. Negev means uh, south, but in this case it means an area that is dry. And aimek means an area that is in a valley so you see when they took the the emory area they took in uh, uh, areas that had everything from uh, from beaches to dry areas to mountains to plains to valleys everything. Same story with the Kenanim, in the Perizi area, or in the Emori area. in front of them. shechenav. It says all the neighbors. Alma shechenav Sounds like the neighbors of the Emori were exactly like it. Meaning the Kenanim, Perizim, they all had the, 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 every type of area in their area. Number seven. The one is allowed to, to to relieve himself on the side, even behind the fence, even in a field that has uh, saffron, uh, which is expensive. And Amar of hemenot Seror No, what are we talking about? You're allowed to take from the fence a stone to to clean himself. And I'm out of Hasdab, I feel Shabbat, even on Shabbat, you're allowed to take that. And there's a lot of explanations to what's going on here. Either you're allowed to take from the fence, the stone stone from the fence, even though this is saffron, it's expensive and it needs the fence, and it needs every bit of that fence, you're you're allowed to take a, a stone from the fence. Or we're not worried that you're going to pluck some of the saffron out. And the Gemara tells us, Morzutra Hasidah, when he would use uh, the restroom behind the, behind the fence, he would take a stone, put it back. After Shabbat, he would tell his Shamash to go uh, cement it back in. Next, number eight, One is allowed to walk in pathway in someone's field until the second rainfall. At that point, uh, people already started planting and you're ruining someone's field. And But our fields in Babel, even when the dew started falling, it's hard. That's when people start planting. And uh, if someone walks there, they ruin the, the land. Number nine Um Salekin Let's ide Haderhim Mi Pene Yetedot Haderahim One is allowed to walk on the sides of the road even though it's close to someone's field. And you might be stepping on or ruining his uh, his uh, crop. You're allowed to walk there because there's pegs on the road, meaning everything dried out, and there's lots of uh, stones and sticks on the, on the ground. It looks like pegs, and it's hard to walk, so you're allowed to walk on the side. And the rest of the story, Shemuel and Rabbi Yehudah were walking on the way. Shemuel and Rabbi were walking on the side. And Rabbi Yehudah told Shmuel, "Tena'im sheyitna Yoshua filu bebabel, he said the conditions of Yeshua is even in Babel. So Amr al explained, I think it was also for outside of Israel. Meaning if I can't walk in the, middle of the street, I'm allowed to walk on the side. Uh, Yeshua, when he made his conditions, everywhere, not just in Babel, not just Israel, it's the entire world. And Rabbi and were walking on the way. They walked on the side the way Yahshua allowed. There was a rabbi. He was walking in front of them, but he was walking in the middle of the road, not on the side. So, Amaleh Rabi, Rabi told Rabi Haya, who's this who's trying to be hoary, who's trying to be greater in front of us? Meaning he wants to show that he's more Yeresh by walking in the middle. So, Amaleh Rabi Haya, Shemeh Rabi Yehuda ben Kenosa Talmidi, or maybe it's Rabi Yehuda ben Kenosa, my student. V'chol ma'asraf L'Shem Shammai, this Rabbi is doing everything L'Shem Shammai, and you gotta leave him alone. Kim Atuleh when they got him, Hazyeh, they saw, it was Rabi Yehuda ben Kenosa, Amaleh, and Rabbi told Rabbi Yehuda ben Kenosah, love you If you weren't Yehuda ben Kenosah, I would have cut your thighs with metal scissors. Meaning, I would have put you in the harem because you're trying to show off." Number Ten hattoe bin akiraamim if someone is lost between the vineyard, Mifasig ver mifsigvali is allowed to break branches until he finds his path tanurabanan Hare ha to akira if someone saw his friend lost in the vineyard, mifasig mifasig da aima la. If someone sees his friend lost in the vineyard, you're allowed to cut branches and help this person find the city or his way. Same thing with the person himself. He got lost in the vineyard. Until he finds uh, the city or he finds his way, but he but he's allowed to break branches. And the Gemara asks, "My what's that vechin that you have to add about a, a person who himself is lost?" So the Gemara explains, "My I would have thought deadal his friend he knows where his friend is going to so okay then the if so you're allowed to break things in order to help him find I meaning you know exactly where you're going but a person himself was lost so, like, he doesn't know where he's going maybe we're not going to allow him to just break branches so, go back to the border and find your way that way maybe walk around or something that's the chidush of the that even he himself, if he's lost, he's allowed to break branches until he finds his way. Now the gemara says, but it's not takana of had the This is takana of from the Torah already. The hashavat How do we know that if someone is about to die, you're allowed to save his life? Talmud says you're allowed to return him, meaning you have to save his life. So, same thing. When someone's lost, you're allowed to save him and help him find his way, no matter what. So, the like Gemara explains, So, the like explains, from the Torah, you're allowed to show him where the boundaries are and let him walk around. you even allowed to cut the branches until you help him find his way. So, here is number eleven. Yeah, 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 and the Gemara is going to ask this question. Umet mitzvah kana mekomo, anemet mitzvah. If he's in the middle of the road, that's it. He acquired that area. You bury him on the spot because if you don't uh, bury him on the spot, they're never going to bury him. The problem is urminhi. We have a braytah that says met mutal All the small If someone finds a dead person in the middle of the street you move him and bury him either on the right or the left of the, the of the road but not don't leave him in the middle of the road if one area is a sedebur, an area where that's not meant to be planted, and the other area is supposed to be planted, so you put them in the area where it's not going to be planted. If it's an area, Sedenir is an area that's been plowed, not planted yet. An area that's already been planted, you put them in the area where it has been plowed, but not planted yet. If both of them were fields that were not meant to be planted, or nirot, or they're both been plowed but nothing has been planted, or they're both been actually seeded already, You put them wherever you want. Bottom line is you don't leave them in the middle. So, Amarav Bebai, Bimutal Alhametsa. Now, that right is talking about where the the, the person, the, that person is on the actual border. I mean, he's in the middle of the road, blocking off the whole road. And we're worried that people are going to walk by, become tamis, especially koanim. And once, Mitochini, Tanifanato, once you let her move him from the middle, then Mifanel, the whole Macom then you let take him wherever you want. Now, here's our question. Amre asara hane had sere have we said there was ten conditions. Here we're counting eleven. So the Gemara explains Mehalachin Amara the one the one of the conditions where you're allowed to walk in someone's uh, pathway through someone's field when there's no uh, crop in the area. That's not from Yeshua. That's already from Shlomo HaMelech, much later. If someone doesn't have any more fruits or vegetables or grains or crops in his field anymore, he doesn't allow people to walk through his field, what do people say about him? What benefit does this person have by not letting people go through? What do people harm him? on him the pasuk says from being good don't be called to bad meaning if you could just be called good by allowing something and you don't, it doesn't it hurt you by being good be good now the Gemaah says is there a pasuk that actually says this meaning go look at the entire Tanakh you don't find the pasuk like that so the Gemaah says there is a pasuk but it says it a little bit differently it says it says <laughs> Don't take away something good from its uh, rightful owner. Meaning, if someone can get something good, if someone you can do a favor for someone and it doesn't hurt you, don't uh, don't stop it. Just uh, just do the good thing and from here we learn that one one has to allow people to go through his field if he is not ruining anything so again that was already from shlomoh altim natovim bealev is a pasuk in michlei and it it came much later and it's not one of the 10 of yeshua the verses of vitulecha leka, is there no other conditions only these 10 we have what Rabbi Yoda said in the name of Shua uh, Binun. At the time when people take out the trash, Adam A is allowed to take his trash out to the shulterabim. He's allowed. Uh, he's allowed to leave it outside Shu shulterabim for thirty days so people could step on it and get kicked around and you could leave. Uh, it could be part of the ground and Shalmenat in Yehoshua this is one of the conditions that Yahushua that بنイス in her land people had to leave their garbage outside for 30 days so we didn't count that and veha ikad Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshel Hanan bin Beroka. And here's another takanah from Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Hanan ben Beroka. The tenai Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshel Hanan ben Beroka. Omer tenai bet dinu. There is a condition of bet meaning from the time of Yehoshua, that if someone has a beehive and the bees went to his friend's uh, yard. And they're hanging around one of the branches over there, and now this per, now the person's going to lose all his bees because they're going to his friend's yard. So there's a condition tonight. there's a condition already from the time of Yoshua. Sheyeh letoch Havero socho shel havero a person's allowed to go into his friend's yard, cut those branches off this way he could get his uh, his bees back into his yard. You could just pay your, uh, your, the neighbor for the branch whatever it costs, but he's allowed to do this in order to save his bees. And here's another one, another condition of betin from Yeshua. There's two people walking, uh, one with the barrel of wine, one with the barrel of honey, and the barrel of honey got, uh, was cracked and honey is spilling. The owner of the wine can spill out his wine. And, and therefore, there will be a clean barrel to save the honey. And according to Sfot, the owner of the honey can force the person with the wine to spill out his wine and save his honey. But then, you're allowed to pour the wine, save the honey of his friend. But he's allowed to get paid for his wine from his friend's honey. And the question is if that applies to everything or just honey and wine meaning you let us save something more expensive by ruining something less expensive that belongs to someone else here's another condition two people are walking with the donkeys one one donkey has more expensive linen and the other one has just plain wood if the donkey with the, the linen dies the owner of the donkey with the wood uh, takes off the wood and then puts the linen on him vitoin al carries the linen that belongs to his friend de mitoch al he could get paid for his lost wood from his friend's uh, linen Shalminat, kenin hil Yehoshua this is one of the conditions that Yehoshua gave Ben. Israel Eretz Israel. so here we have another four so why did we only count ten so the Gemara responds Bihida'e La Kaaminan. So we're not mentioning the takanot that were brought up by one rabbi. We're talking about uh, takanot that were known by everyone. It was just Stam. It didn't mention any specific rabbi's name over here. You have Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shuma'el, And they were a single rabbi, so we didn't mention that as part of the ten. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.